Hello, Steve. Hello, Jill. It's time to game classy. We're now recording. Recording is in progress. Recording is in progress. Yeah, so you ever just uh, randomly sleep 14 hours? I have. I can't tell you the last time I slept more than probably seven hours. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, trust me, I'm very surprised. <laughs> I was, I, you know, the funny thing is, is with you sometimes, Steve, I just never know. It's like when you don't answer a text for that long, at like at a point in time, I just go, yep, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, yeah, this is. This is it. I cause yeah. I because we're so close to episode three hundred. I just know that you you know I, I'm not saying that I'm going to die, but I'm saying probably maybe one of us may die before three hundred. Just, just to just know, just cause just cause. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that's yeah that's the that's kind of where I'm at. I was I was a little worried. I was like, hmm, who do I have to contact to find out who if Steve died? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm as surprised I'm as surprised as anyone. <laughs> I haven't slept that I haven't slept this long in a very very long time. So I'm like, what the hell? What were you What were you doing? Where were you What were you like? Nothing, you... like literally nothing out of the ordinary. I did nothing out of the ordinary. I, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> it just this like... is my first day of my break. You know, my vacation. So I I'm, I could see myself sleeping in that late, but of course I only slept till four. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, no, I didn't do anything out of the order. I just I just I just fucking slept hard. Slept hard. I guess I don't know. I, slept wet. <laughs> slept wet. It's wet and weird. <laughs> anyway, hey everybody, welcome to Game Classy. This is your Christmas episode. It's Christmas time. Christmas <laughs> for our uk listeners we'll have to do like last christmas i gave you my heart but the very next day i found out that recently that all of the terrible christmas music we have like the truly like terrible pop christmas music generally all originates from the uk mm. with the exception of mariah carey we have no choice but to Except the blame um, for that one. Except the blame for Mariah Carey. Yeah. Even though the song is kind of a banger, it's just overplayed. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yeah. I see, don't want to play for snow. Like, like for some odd reason, there was like a period in the '80s and '90s where the UK was just putting out this awful, awful Christmas music nonstop. You could also say that we could take the blame for. Um, uh the the bruce springsteen uh christmas song santa claus coming to town Ooh, that one's re- that one's actually really bad <laughs> that's just he's just covering a song though it's just his version of it like a cover like i'm talking original christmas music i, I think we should make spaghetti again into a christmas song spaghetti again yeah have you have you ever you ever heard of spaghetti again it's from uh, tim and eric's awesome show Oh, that's the reason I, I i can't i could never do tim and eric yeah i i don't really so here's the thing for me and Tim and Eric. I, I think Tim and Eric is like impossible to sit and watch. <laughs> yes, that's that's the thing. I, yeah, I, impossible to sit and watch. I agree with that. But uh, there's like YouTube clips of stuff that I'm like, hey, this is great. Like three minutes of Tim and Eric is really good. <laughs> yeah, I would. I will 100% agree with you on that. It's yeah. kind of like um, like Tim and Eric. I I feels like proto Tim Robinson. I think you should leave. Yeah, absolutely. At at 100%. But it's less like Tim Robinson is like exactly my style of humor, so I I can't help but love it. Yeah, yeah, no, Tim Rob- Tim Robinson's hilarious, and, and I mean he's it's it, it. I would say that I agree with that very much. Like it was like a a roadmap to that. Uh, like Tim and Eric, I I feel Tim and Eric are what comedy would be in an alternate universe if cable TV never happened. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I think the uh, like like we don't we don't have Comedy Central. We never got South Park. We never got you know Rick and Morty. Tim and Eric is what comedy would be in like public access only world. Okay, I see that it's free real estate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's free yeah. real estate. It's free real estate. Yeah, uh, uh, and right. of course, and of course, Celery Man. <laughs> yes, well, that's different. <laughs> it's that's still from Tim and Eric. But that's what I'm saying. Celery Man is stuff that's good in it. It's, it's impossible to sit and watch. <laughs> that sketches. 
that sketch is, is beyond science. Um, yeah, Celery Man is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. I, 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 I just, I don't know. I can't even explain. I mean, I, it's, it's like a lot of it is Paul Rudd. Like a lot of it is his delivery. <laughs> like he, he carries the sketch pretty hard. Oh yeah. Um. So are you? Would you ask for anything from Santa for Christmas? Any any gaming stuff? Uh, no. I, 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 as per usual, I got myself my Christmas game. Um, and and it turned out to be uh, on sale, which is sweet. Uh, I grabbed the Warhammer Age of Sigmar Realms of Ruin game. Yeah, because it's been forty percent off for like the last six weeks because of how badly it performed. Which is a, which is a shame because it's really good. Is it? Is it a good it, game? Yeah, it's really good. I don't know why. I don't. I. I, I mean, I know. I so. So this is this is this is uh, so. so I, far, I will add. I know nothing about this game other than the fact that it just like severely underperformed. It's it's yeah. Its reviews are mixed. Um, and I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you exactly why its reviews are mixed. So. It's an RTS game. I, I like it a lot so far, but it is an RTS game that is doing a very, very um, uh, accurate impression of the Age of Sigmar tabletop game. So okay. I, think, I think RTS fans are a little confused, and, and I bet you if I looked into the reviews, a bunch of them would be complaining about this. So one of the things about the game that I guarantee RTS fans are complaining about is when you get into melee combat, you're locked in combat until one side wins. Just mm. like just like the tabletop game. Mm. So that's super unusual for an RTS game. Like that's that is like kind of unheard of for an RTS game. Because like a bunch of the point of uh, like you know a bunch of like the higher level strategies in RTS games is to you know micro your units so you like you go into combat, out of combat, into combat, out of combat, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so like you can't do that in this game. So in my opinion, that's probably one thing that people are going to complain about. Um, but I think it's great. Uh, it's very it it very much feels like playing a video gamified version of the tabletop game. So if you don't like the tabletop game, I could see you not liking this game. Yeah, I mean I, that, that's an interesting way. I never I haven't heard anything about it. And if that's the truth, that's it sounds interesting enough if it's a good simulation because I think that's what people really liked about um uh warhammer um the why can't i think of the name of it the total war total war yeah it's it's it, re it really to me it really feels similar to the like to the tabletop game because you used and uh it's like a mission where you do a lot of summoning uh if anyone has done any of those because like, you start with a hero and a one unit and then um as you claim objectives uh it's got the same kind of objective thing that uh dawn of war does so like you claim an objective and you build like you that's where you build stuff on. So you like you build like your your healing thing there or like a thing to generate more because there's two resources. There's like an energy resource and a strategy resource. So you can like you can build a thing that gives you more strategy resource and you can build a thing that gives you more energy resource. And then you're using your abilities costs. Uh, basically, your everything costs currency. So like if you want to use your uh, your like fire breath on your um Dra uh, Dracon Dragon Rider, your 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 Sigmarine Dragon Rider, the Fire Breath costs something to use instead of just being a basic cooldown. So there's actually like a lot of mechanical reasons to like stay moving and grabbing all the objectives. I'm a big fan. I can see why people are like confused by it because, like I said, it is not a normal RTS game. But I'm a fan. Well, that's that's I hey. I I wouldn't say that's a glowing review, but I'll say it's a it's a this game pick up the game while it's forty percent off review. Yeah, I think you should try it. I think I think I think anyone if you're interested in Age of Sigmar, you should try it. I, I'm a fan. I like it a lot. So no, I just for it's really funny to me because video games are just such a crazy business for me, right? Because I don't really play that many video games. I don't understand them that much. But it's like you have a game like Total War, which was hypothetically a very very successful game and dawn of war which was also a very very successful game mm -hmm. and then you have people going around going you know that that game was great i love playing that game and uh you know it's like i could still play it and everything else but then you have the companies that make the game and they're like yeah we're not going to put out that game anymore and it's like why won't you put out the game it's it's popular put out the game put out the game like, like put out another dawn of war why not oh yeah for sure yeah it, 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 to me that makes no sense but yeah. i you know I, I'm not a, I'm not on the cutting edge of video games. What can it's, I say? It's because it, uh, I think a lot of that is because a lot of these studios are uh, corpos, like big corpo studios. Yeah. So you you have to innovate for the sake of innovation so much. 
I mean, just look at the like anyone anyone who's currently dealing with the Discord mobile app upgrade, quote unquote upgrade, can can attest. Like, you have to change stuff for the sake of your own existence when it comes to tech things. So, like, it's like, yeah. So we're gonna make Dawn of War three, and we're basically making it a MOBA. Yeah, yeah. Your beloved RTS series that had base building and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that. Why are we still calling it Dawn of War? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have no concept of, of whatever's going on with video games nowadays. I'm too old to play video games. I'm an old man. But yeah, I, I like Realms of Ruin. I think it's cool. I think you should. I think anyone who's interested in Age of Sigmar should at least try it. I'm a fan. Uh, I, I know. I know. I'll be playing it. All right. So let's. I, I didn't. I I don't know what I'm getting for Christmas for my for my own uh for my own stuff. I'm a father, so I generally will get like a, a couple of uh, trinkets. And that's about it. They'll be like, oh, dad likes, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to find this little dungeon, uh, this dragon and give it to him. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. That's nice. You'll, that's you'll, all I usually get for yourself a little dragon man, a dragon man. Oh, that's nice. No, I uh, that what I got myself for Christmas is a couple bottles of resin because I am currently printing out a massive uh, epic army. And nice. that's even I don't even want to play epic, Steve. I'm just doing it to to just to fuck games workshop because of how expensive those models are i I figured you were doing it because you wanted to paint an epic army oh i I don't want to i don't want to paint anything anymore i'm done (laughs) i'm done with painting yeah i feel that (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, i am literally just waiting to find out how to base and paint my my warhammer old world army that's all i'm waiting for right now oh yeah that's i'm very excited about that yeah, so you want to we want to talk a little bit about some of the newer newer stuff that they 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 dropped? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I mean, it's the most exciting thing in the hobby right now. Yes, it's the most exciting thing in the hobby. Well, Games Workshop related, really. It's game because right now everything's kind of really stagnant. They they blundered Epic release so poorly, and everyone's just kind of like, okay, this is what we have right now. I know it is fairly popular. Epic, yeah, it's it's selling out. It's it's yeah. it's, a, it's a successful. It, it's like a blunt. It's like a uh what is it it's like a critical failure success <laughs> i think like, the main I, yeah fuck I it up the main the release yeah. is good so i think the main box is going to sell fairly well but i don't think that the um it's going to have any sort of legs to it like what everyone's saying like well if it's successful they'll do you know the other races and you know no they won't <laughs> uh, so he, here's the here's the thing for me i would not make that speculation anymore simply because uh underworlds still exists so that's very you are you are right you are absolutely correct you never know how you never know what they have in the hopper for for games they're going to keep going or not because because definitely can't be 100 just sales because if that was the case underworlds would be have been gone a long time ago oh yeah um so the the old world they they finally released the idea of how army composition is going to look now yeah. this is something that blindsided me 100 i don't know about you uh yeah i was i was not anticipating this at all so yeah i would agree 100 like, so for I, those like, of you like, who are over the age of 40 like myself and remember this they have gone back to fifth edition fifth and fourth edition army building which is where you have percentages so for the current art for the current game 50 percent of your army has and can be made up of characters so at a 2,000 point game, which we'll consider to be standard, right, Steve? You would say like probably going to be 2,000 points again. Yeah, it's very likely it's going to be 2,000 points. Yeah. So you could have up to 1,000 points of characters. That is ridiculous. Yeah, um, very cool. Yeah, I know because that was always – well, I'll go and get into that a little bit. But the nice thing is, is that in the old 5th and 4th edition, at least 25% of your army had to be core, right? So – or, you know, they, they would tell you what you had to spend, you know, 25% of your army on. So, like, we say core because that's what they use in 6th and 7th and 8th edition. And, like, it would be battle line now, right? That's, like, the thing you have to have, like, two battle line units, something like that mm-hmm. for, for Age of Sigmar. Correct. Correct. Yeah, you have to have two yeah. battle line. So they tell you, like, for example, with the Bretonians, you have to have at least one unit of knights and one unit of men-at-arms. Those are going to be your core choices. And you also got a couple other core units you could throw in there, which is cool. Because yeah. now you don't have the min-maxing of like, well, shit, I have to have two units of um, of core. I'm going to take two of the smallest units of halberdiers I can so I can put all my other points into special and rare units, right? Yeah, the best thing about it, too, is they, 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 they kind of really went for a best of all worlds, too, because they also put in specific limiters 
uh, for specific units. Like if you like the most, the easiest one is if we just go straight to rare, you only get, you get a max of one field trebuchet per 1000 points. In addition to up to 25% of your army's points can be spent on rare. Cause what it says is up to 25% of your armies may be spent on grail knights. And then beneath that zero to one field trebuchet per 1000 points. So that's totally the best win-win. Cause that means that they think the field trebuchet is busted. So you're gonna want you're gonna want to take it, and in theory, you'd probably want to take as many as possible. So now you can't, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I, I highly doubt uh, artillery and 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 stuff like that in old world or in regular Warhammer Fantasy battles was never game breaking. I mean, the Empire cannons were pretty broke because you, you take a, lot a ton of them. of them. That was yeah, that was that was what it was like like taking. But, but that's exactly that's exactly the per, the the point on this one too. I think because artillery was never broken unless you took a lot of it yeah like like the night goblin unit with the 16 bolt throwers that's pretty fucking busted like yeah it's it's, it's 16 bolt throwers like yeah that's gonna fuck you up like it's bad but like one or two bolt throwers even like four bolt throwers is like not really like it's not busted it's like it'll be good but not broken but like yeah the more you take the better they get so that, that's a that's a huge thing and then of, of course we don't know how they're going to fire artillery in this edition yeah we don't we really don't know how artillery is going to work but i'm assuming it's going to be relatively close to sixth edition um to continue with it specials 50 percent of your army points or 50 percent of your points can be spent on special and 25 percent can be on rare they also added mercenaries and allies which i thought was interesting yep dogs of war back baby yeah, mercenaries of the dogs of war and allies is that you could have a like 25 percent of your army could be made up of um uh regular, you know your troops just gonna be you know like from the armies of good which are gonna be how the armies are divided in old world i think that's fantastic concept yeah it's really cool and they, and they have uh and they, they they say specifically what you can take so like you can take dwarf a dwarf in mountain holds wood elf realms empire of man or high elf realms as uh allies which is really cool which is funny because i was looking at bretonian and i was like Oh, wouldn't it be cool to have a a a little wood elf contingent? Oh, they're suspicious. <laughs> then I was like, well, what about dwarves? Oh, they're suspicious. God I mean, it. that's that's good. That's fine. I mean, I don't know what suspicious is going to do in this edition, but I assume it'll just mean they that call it a draft. <laughs> I can't hold out the... because I love you too much, baby. baby. We can't go on together with suspicious allies. If I remember correctly, all, all that all that's going to do is that um, you can't use their leadership. I'm pretty sure that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you can't use basically like suspicious means you can't mix like the ability so you can't use like the allied generals rules you can't use allied battle standard stuff it would still work fine like if you took like a unit of like uh like maybe like a a, a small wood elf hero and like a, a unit of archers that would still work fine because you just put it you just put the wood elf hero in the unit of archers and you're good yeah you're right it would that would be perfectly fine yeah and it's award answers yeah very thematically cool too like that i, I think it's awesome like, i mean i'm i'm I don't know. I'm, I'm so fucking hyped about Old World. <laughs> well, here's here's one thing I wanted to add to it, though. Something I thought was interesting, um, because I, you know, I like to pull information off of of, of what we get. You know, I I'm gonna, you know, in, in extrapolate data in the special units. They specifically talk about squires, questing knights, um, mounted yeomen, and grail knights are the special as well as the field trebuchet. Those were all models that were, were never got plastic releases, right? Mm. So. That means that they probably are going to be releasing, re-releasing those models probably in resin, right? Maybe, maybe plastic. I mean, I don't know because they're they're they are doing some new stuff in plastic. So yeah, knows? I see. But you know, and I we talked about this you and I together offline. Is my feeling is is that this is just taking the same exact. Um, uh, business strategy that they were using for middle or strategy battle games where it was like we're going to use these 30 year old um uh um what's it what's it called uh models it just yeah. use those like we're not going to do any sort of update to them we're just going to get as much life out of these out of these casts i, I, I think they're possible. i think they're definitely using as many old models that they still have uh that they can, that they can still easily produce 100 percent. but they are they are adding like 
some brand new stuff in plastic like that that new tomb king's dragon that looks dope as fuck that's a new that's yeah. a brand new plastic kit well yeah yeah they're definitely gonna uh, they're definitely doing newer model like newer character models and probably newer like some new plastic kits so i could totally see a, a new com or maybe new sprue that's another thing too there could be new sprues yeah i i'm thinking that it's mostly just going to be the same old ones just recast in the resin but they you know what i'm hoping for though is because didn't they do when they did um uh middle earth didn't some of those like like character blisters are come in metal they did do that yes actually uh, they uh, every so often they and and they still do that. They they every so often they do a um a limited buy for metal uh character models and stuff from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, which is I I'm hoping for that more than anything. Not that I need anything for Bretonia. I have literally everything I need. So, but I mean you know, I know like Grail Knights and Questing Knights were always super expensive. Even yeah. even after the death of Eighth Edition, those were always hard models to find. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think that that's really interesting. So the army composition is straight up fifth edition, but from everything we've seen, the rules are mostly sixth edition with some of the, like they learned their mistakes and brought in. Um, I was, they dropped the rule book to a bunch of influencers and how I never got to be an influencer. I'll never know. <laughs> Maybe it's because I shit on all of their games. Um, <laughs> you got to be like, like, that's the thing is like, all, when you're looking at these YouTube videos of these guys giving their reactions to to this stuff, they're always going to give it a positive because they don't want to bite the hand that feeds them, you know? True. They don't. True. Yeah. Like, like, oh, this game is so fucking great. Well, yeah, because you get everything for free. So that's why you're going to say it. Because if you say something's going to be shitty, they're not going to give you your free stuff anymore. Which, don't get me wrong, I'm going to be the exact same way if someone gives me free shit. But... <laughs> They don't give it to me because I, I I tend to shit on things quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, so I guess there was a so one of the one of the influencers with quotation marks around it got a copy of the books and he put up a stream on it and he was talking about it and the stream got taken down. But some of the big things are is that um the army composition that they put up on the website for Bretonians is universal across all the armies. Yep. Um, that was my that was my first thing too. I was like I was like why does it specifically say Bretonians? Yeah, well, they were talking about how to build a Bretonian army. They'll probably do one for Tomb Kings, too. Mm -hmm. So they have um, wizards can't dispel while they're in close combat, which I think is interesting. Um, you know, there's, there's a limit in how many ranks you can claim in combat based on the unit type. Now, I think that's interesting. Um, so that way you're not going to be able to claim like a massive, like if you build a massive rare unit, you're probably not going to get as many rank bonuses as a core unit yeah you won't be able to go all in on a death star and be like i have 20 ranks on my death star yeah it, that's exactly it you don't have the death star units anymore um and th there was a there's a horde rule um it's not an extra attack wait it's not an extra rank gets it to attack when you have a wide frontage i don't know what that means i'm assuming you know what that means more than i do it's probably a it's probably a specific number they, they probably have like um like uh, a wide frontage so like if you have a 10 man it, it's likely 10 man frontage two ranks attacks that's that's likely what that boils down to and the only other thing that i think is really weird with this edition so far is how come we don't have the goddamn armor saves put onto the damn profile i have to do math again to do my armor saves yeah that's it's stupid that's, that's kind of lame i don't like that like I don't, especially because you said they removed like the mounted bonus for armor too. So it's just like, just put it on the fucking sheet. Yeah. However, the armor does stack for mounted characters. So if you have a barded warhorse, that counts towards your armor save. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like I have a Lord of Bretonia here. I should have the goddamn armor save put next to their name so that I know. And like, if you want to add something, I think it's because you don't have like. Like, you know, you have to buy a shield, you have to buy armor, like, which I think is kind of ridiculous in this, uh, where it's 2023. We don't need to do all this stuff. Give me my Bretonian <laughs> Lord. Tell me what he has. I'm good with it. No, he he, they, he comes with heavy armor, but you have to decide if you want to take a shield or... Yeah, just give him a fucking shield. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, although I am interested, I, I don't remember men-at-arms very well. But do, were, were men at arms always like all gear? Did they always have all gear? Because I thought it was interesting that they have hand weapons and pole arms and shields by default without like any point adjustments. 
No, that's that's what they were in the original in, in sixth edition. I they they okay. had pole arms, uh, light armor and shield. There okay. was no they, like they just always had everything. Got it. Yeah, they always had everything. They never. Uh, but I mean, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Just buy the damn unit. Like that's one thing that I think I'm spoiled on with Age of Sigmar is that if I buy a unit, this is what they have. I don't yeah, have to customize this. In everything's any way. on the card. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, However, but I, mean, the, I, I guess they, I mean, if they they, they got to be going for the old the old game mouthfeel. <laughs> the old game, yeah, that's exactly what it is. This is old game mouthfeel, and yeah. you know what game the old game mouthfeel wasn't always a good mouthfeel. Not yeah, always. Wrong. Sometimes it was mealy. It was sometimes it was very very mealy. Um, <laughs> and they also uh, one of the other things with the old world is they announced that they're doing old world um, books again for Black Library. So they're having the first Bretonia book come out, which is called Lords of the Lance. Lords of the Lance. The Bretons. Wait, wait, let me do the audiobook. Warhammer, the old world. <laughs> Lords of the Lance. Lords. By Bram McNeil. As read by Joe and Steve. <laughs> it's read by Duncan McNeely. <laughs> <laughs> As read by Colin Meany. What? Cool. <laughs> yeah, Colin Meany. I saw an interview with Colm Beanie where they were talking about him on uh, Deep Space Nine mm. and is like, you know, talk about techno babble and Colm Meany's just going, feck, 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 just like <laughs> laughing. <laughs> get this Irish guy just slamming his hands against the computer. That's great. Made me laugh. I mean, that, yeah. is, that is funny. Colm Meany's a very funny guy. There was a Bretonia book that I remember reading. I think it was just called Knights of Bretonia or like something like that. It was a long time ago, you know, but I really like that book. I I'm, so I'm, I'm excited to read another one. This one looks like it's in heat. They're in uh, Araby. So they're probably gonna be fighting the Tomb Kings, of yep, course. They got a versus the Tomb Kings. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. So, I mean, it's cool. I'm glad they're doing all this stuff and they're going back to it. Um, I, I since Middle Earth strategy battles is slowly, slowly fading into obscurity. And uh, we'll it's, being, eventually. It's, being, it's being eaten by uh, Entrust. Yeah. Not Entrust. What is it? Uh, Embracer, Embracer. Yes, Embracer. However, you know who we have to thank? We can get more Lord of the Rings stuff. Who? Demetrius Polycron. Demetrius <laughs> Polycron. <laughs> Didn't you? What about uh, the? Uh, what is it? The what was the what was the sequel called? It was like Return of the Rings or something like that. I think it was called Return of the King of the Rings or something. <laughs> yeah, it was something stupid like that. Or Fellowship of the King. That's what it was. Fellowship yes. of the King. Yes, Fellowship of the King. Oh, it was so funny. It's so bad. Just to read the description, I was like, this is horrible. Everything about this is bad. The best was the first review. That's just a one review that says, "Hey, you're gonna get sued, bro." <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, uh, there was a guy who did Lord of the Rings fan fiction. His name is Demetrius Polycron. I'm sure he's in a local gaming group somewhere in the UK. You could go talk to Demetrius. And he wrote a sequel to the Lord of the Rings, which sounds like if J.J. Abrams was going to write a sequel to, to Lord of the Rings. It sounds, it's like just like the Return of the Rise of Skywalker or whatever it was. Uh it sounds like that. They're like somehow, some way, Steve. Sauron has returned. Morgoth. Oh, Morgoth. Somehow, Morgoth has returned. Yes, because you know the Blue Wizards are coming back, and now one of the Blue Wizards is starting up a new fellowship to to take out the the missing rings that have returned. <laughs> I was I was seriously like reading it, going like, this is hysterical. And not only that, but he tried to sue Amazon. Yeah, he's doing his ideas. Oh, God Almighty! What is wrong with this world? Uh, I don't know. Pick, pick something. You can pick, I mean, pick, pick whatever. Don't get me wrong. I, th I, I think that the fact that Tolkien has been dead for what forty years at this point, and his book, and it's like his family is still feeding upon the corpses of those books. I, I, I find longer, that to actually. be wrong, on on a certain level. Like I, I like the fact that they're treating it with the, like the utmost res they do want it to be treated with the utmost respect. It's you know their father's legacy, but it's kind of like at the same time like, guys, you didn't do anything with this. You didn't write it. He's been dead for fifty years on the dot. Fifty years on the dot, really? Yeah. Did he die on this day fifty years ago? Uh, okay, well, not exactly on the dot, but it is exactly fifty years. So five zero, it's September second. So close, close. 
Yeah. Only three months ago. What Only it? three months ago, he what died exactly? 50 years ago, and his books are still, you know, the, like people are making a massive amount of money off of these books, and they, in my opinion, should be in public domain. It's I been 50 agree. fucking years. I mean, I, I completely agree on public domain law. Like, I, 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 I think, I mean, obviously, and we have Disney to blame for that one, obviously. Yeah. Well, we um, have a little, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean we also, big. like, uh, public domain is good like like people don't like i've seen people like argue against public domain which i think is just just so weird it's like bro like you like one of the one of my favorite ones is like the creator wouldn't want like he's dead he doesn't care yeah he doesn't give a fuck what happens to it he's dead <laughs> i will tell you this george rr R. martin is sitting on a giant pile of money and gives zero fucks about what anyone will do with any of his stories once he's dead right yeah you think conan doyle fucking cares that there's like a benedict cumberbatch and robert downey jr version of his character that are different no he's dead you don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck yeah he's dead <laughs> but uh, yeah that's that's exactly it it's like like what 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 the hell man just just give it up and i what i hate most is is that now even tolkien's son is dead so it's like you know like we're 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 getting to like grandkid territory and now you're sucking off the tea to your grandpa's good works like go out do something for yourself earn some fucking money you could take the money that he made and he that you inherited from him and go off and be a doctor or do something with the world yeah, but or you, you know could have, you could have the you could have the largest collection of middle earth strategy battle game figures of all time I'm thinking with the royalties from Lord of the Rings, you might be able to afford about at like 75% of the stuff that's out there for the game. That's an expensive game. Uh, it's it, it's cheap, expensive. Yes. And uh, I, I'm 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 hoping that Demetrius Polycron gets to put out his seven book cycle for the uh, for the Lord of the Fellowship of the King. Demetrius Polycron. I think that is that is one of the best names of all time. <laughs> it really is. I, I I can't tell if it's fake or if it's like his legit name, Demetrius Polycron. Maybe he changed his name to that. <laughs> he could have, but you know, he could also be one of your Greek compatriots. You know, we need to know. We need to know if he is uh, if that's his legal name. I think. I think. I think we deserve to know. You know, and you know what though? No, I don't think we deserve to know because I don't want to know. I want to. I want to maintain the the aura of mystery. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 that's valid. That's valid. Yeah. Um, so uh, one other thing, and another thing I want to talk about getting away from Games Workshop for a little bit is, did you see that uh, Monolith is putting out another edition of the Conan game? I did not see that. Yes, they're the big Conan, the board game. They're doing, I think, like a massive re whatever of it coming out. Oh, real that's soon. right. And they're yeah, they're going to be doing the um, they're going to be doing the RPG. Yeah, yeah, they're but it's like they're they're releasing a massive version of the game, like all the shit that's being that's ever been released for it. Here it is, limited time on the Kickstarter. You're getting uh, the deluxe Kickstarter edition of the Conan base game is back in an offer never seen before for this adventure game for 99 euros. You get the best version of the base game and uh, um and like all of the shit that comes with it. For yeah, so it's a cheap. In comparison to what the game normally costs, and you get all of the figures and all the stuff with it. So, very interesting. You get 227 miniatures, Steve. Holy fuck! It's too many. Yeah. It's too many. <laughs> it's I, I'm I'm with you on that. If you're gonna make Conan the board game your whole life, this game is for you. But you know what? I'm not gonna do it. Although I do like the sea monster that they have in that game. That that sea monster is sweet. It is very cool. Yes. Yeah. Um. But you know, I'm I'm just. I I could not do that anymore. The game like that, not even I, 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 like collecting it, painting it, playing. I don't. I couldn't even play that game. I would those are those are the ones where it's like that is that it has to be your game. Yeah, that, exactly. Like Dark Souls. Yeah, it has to be your game. Like like if that's your game, great. It can't be like a game in your pile. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, let me ask you, Steve, um, do you have any other specific gaming news to talk about? I don't. I don't. We, yeah. I, mean, I, I was all in on the uh, the Age of Sigmar video game and the um, uh, old world stuff. That's all I got. Yeah. The old world stuff, I think, is 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 interesting in and of itself. Um, I'm wondering when we're going to get a release date on it. It's because the amount of stuff that's been coming out for it lately 
like my my feeling is that it's going to be dropped in in june right mm-hmm. or like the the may you know the, the the spring release the big quarter one spring release um however i don't know it's like they're dropping so much stuff and we're we're a couple months out so maybe um I'm thinking that it would. I thought it was going to get like dropped at or uh, announced at Adepticon because that's normally when they they do that sort of stuff right at that time. Mm-hmm. But you never know; it could go anywhere. Oh, by the way, did you see the the Lamian vampire for Age of Yeah, very, very cool. Big fan. Uh, like totally up your alley right there. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, I was like, oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> but yeah, luckily th- for me, they don't have an army that's in that aesthetic. So. <laughs> And, you know, and that's part of the reason why they're not doing vampire accounts for for uh, uh, Old World, even though it makes more sense for vampire accounts to be there than the Tomb Kings. But they want to do the vampire accounts. They want to save that for AOS. For now. I mean, I, I guarantee the like the, the second half of Warhammer of Old World. That, that's what I that's what I think it is. I think there I think the strategy is two halves uh, is if, if, if Old World is successful, then you'll see the other half come. So like any army that's not specifically given like a full like old world launch will will come if old world is successful i think that's the i think that's the strategy because they're doing pdfs for a bunch of the armies without launches so like the vampire accounts will likely have a pdf rule set but not uh an old world quote-unquote release no you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right what they're gonna do is my here's here's my prediction for everybody you're gonna get two army books on release you're gonna have the armies of the good and armies of the bad so it's going to work just like they did with Horus Heresy. There are two thick paperbacks that you're going to have to pay 80 bucks a piece for alongside of the rule book, which is going to be separate because there's not going to be any starter sets. So you're going to have the rule book for Old World, and you're going to have the two. You're going to have the good armies and the evil armies, mm-hmm. and that's what you're going to have. Um, there will probably end up being a PDF uh, set for Skaven, Vampire Counts. Um, who am I missing? Ogre Kingdoms, Chaos Dwarves, fingers crossed. Yes, they'll never do. They won't put chaos orbs on there. Yeah, never say never, man. They know how much people love chaos orbs. Yes. Well, that that actually gets to the other thing that I that about old world, which I don't think anybody's really been talking about is when they were previewing old world like two, three years back, they were showing stuff for Kislev. They were showing stuff for Nippon or not Nippon Cathay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, where is that stuff? They're going to come. I guarantee it. Yeah, so I'm th- I'm wondering if there's going to be like an expansion afterwards because they I sent you the pictures and we I put them up on the Discord. By the way, join our Discord. You can find our you find the link over at the um, Game Classy Facebook page. The Discord, I it, you got the pictures of the Tomb King Army box that they're going to be releasing, which depending on the price probably is a decent deal, especially yeah. with the price of Tomb King. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because I, I believe on the Tomb King box. Like you get it was like a massive amount of figures in there, at least in terms of like what we're currently used to. Mm. Um, what was I going to like I had it, I had it pulled up. Now I can't find it. Um, let me see. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Dead. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> dead air. I got to I got to I can't find it there. I got to find it on your fucking our, our thread that I've been talking to you. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, wrecked Geno mug. Uh, oh, here it is. I want to. I want one of the wrecked Geno mugs. Not gonna lie. Here we go. So in it, we, you got um, two units of eight horsemen, right? Uh, yes. Wait. Yeah. So, god damn it. God yeah, damn two, it. it's two units. Of eight, it's two units. Of eight horsemen. The dragon. So six, sixteen horsemen. The dragon. A Tomb King, three chariots, 32 archers, and 40 skeletons. Yes. And now I think you and I both agree that 32 ske- uh, thirty-two archers is way too many for any old world army. Uh, unless you're specifically doing Kalita, generally, yeah. Yeah, well, they might change up the rules for, for Tomb Kings. Like, give them all, like, the Kalita poison all, arrows. Yeah, also true. Yeah, I mean, like, whenever I played, like, whenever I used, ar- like, I think I used one unit of 10 or two units of 10, and that was the max I ever used for archers. In terms of like artillery or, or any sort of like range weaponry for old world, you would never have more than 20 on the board just because uh, the point like you're pretty rare. Yeah, your points are are it's not worth the amount of points that you're paying for them just out of the amount of models that you'll kill. Yeah, it never it, added up. Yeah, the only one was the only one was specifically Kalita because you could take a huge unit and make it shoot twice. That was 
that was why. So yeah, with poison arrows. With so poison arrows. Get, yeah. So the auto kill on six. Yeah, you'd get a lot of fucking. You get a lot of damage. That was that was yeah. the only big unit I've ever ever saw anyone take. But even at that, you'd never do thirty-two. So that's like twelve mods. Right. 12, it's, it's still a useless 12. number. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 16 Skeleton Cavalry is also useless, too, because you'd never take 16 Cavalry for the Tomb Kings. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's funny about that is, like, that's that's from the old, like, that's how old that release is, because... The horses came on sprues of four. And, yeah, because the frontage was four. Yeah, the frontage was four. Like, the frontage was originally supposed to be four, so you'd have eight. Well, okay, no. So, technically, this is the reason why those old boxes were released in boxes of eight, was because you were supposed to buy a box of eight plastic, then buy the leader and banner man separately. Yes, also So, you'd buy them in blister, because they were metal back in the day. So, you'd buy your unit of eight Reichsguard, then go buy your Kurt Hellborg and your standard bearer, put them in the unit, and you'd have your unit of ten. Yes, like that's why they came in units of eight. Um, not always the case, but that was like the original thinking behind it. And you, well, and you could also just use a unit of eight because you. But now it's like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And the Tomb Kings, they were light cavalry. You never want to take them into into combat. No, no, no they were they were pretty bad. <laughs> so to have sixteen, that's a bit much. Like one of those units should have been swapped for another three chariots, probably. Most likely, yeah. Yeah, because but we don't you don't know those chariots could be fucking terrible in this edition. We talked about that too. Yep. Yeah, we're you're, you're, we're all rolling dice. If you if you're getting anything now before, like if you don't already have the stuff, you should not be getting anything until you see how you're going to build rules, the army. Yeah, yeah, because because in the old edition, as you said, strength seven auto killed chariots, right? Yeah, and it was fucking everywhere. Like 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 it's like oh crocs like like yeah my crocs are strength seven. It's like cool. <laughs> No Lizardmen this edition, though, Steve, so we're, we're good there. That's, that's true. It's no true. Lizardmen, no Rat Ogres, no regular Ogres. So really, you'll just be dealing with, like, champions with magic weapons and art, and some artillery. Grail Knights lanced up, probably Strength 7. I think Grail Knights are Strength 5. Ooh, that could very well be. But yeah, it's, and and with Chariots being a unit, they would carry over from one Chariot to another Chariot. And yeah, so you just it would just destroyed. They would just get blued. Yeah. Blued up. So hopefully that'll get fixed up. But as you can see, yeah, Tomb Kings, not off to a strong start. And what I also find interesting about that box release is it has none of the plastics that were released for 7th or 8th edition in it. True. So no Tomb Guard, no um, those Snake Riders. Snake Riders, yeah. No, no, um, what is it, Necrosphinx. Remember that thing? Yeah, yeah, the, no Necrosphinx. It is a surprise, so we'll see. Yeah. So I, I find that very, very interesting. I'll be I'll be interested to see what that's going to go as. But I mean, look at that. It's like but even still, if that box is like, let's say, two hundred dollars, that is a fucking deal. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be more than that. It's probably going to go for like four hundred. Which mean, we'll see at, at four hundred. Eh, that's what I say to that. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not getting it anyway, because I, I don't want to uh, build those skeletons ever again in my life. <laughs> Well, yeah, and and especially when there's so many third party uh, skeletons that are out there, like the Egyptian skeletons that are out there, just go with those. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but you can't play in the Games Workshop stores. Why are you playing in the Games Workshop store? Yeah, the people were there are miserable. Yeah, even then, like you could definitely get some that are going to be close enough that no one will know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, but yeah, actually, with the skelly bones, yeah, you probably could. There's enough. There's enough ripoffs of those skelly bones that you could do that. Yeah, I mean, how the ones I sent you alone look so they 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 just basically actually you know what they might the the fact that they look better might give them away. Yeah, that's there you go. That's the reason right there. <laughs> um, the Bretonians, there's a lot of good Bretonian one for ones, and actually, there is one um 3D printer Patreon, and I'll throw that out there for you guys. It's called Monstrous Encounters. Mm -hmm. they do a lot of middle hammer style sculpts that are all nearly identical uh i did an entire vampire count skeleton army based on their their prints and they look almost identical to the the gw stuff with a few exceptions of course they have a lot of stylistically different stuff but some of it looks infinitely better than the games workshop stuff mm -hmm. So I would I would take a look at that monstrous encounters. Um, they do have Bretonians that look like a good combination of the fixed fifth to sixth Bretonians. So like the fifth edition plastic Bretonians that you got in the big box set with the lizard men, or the sixth edition ones that have like the um, the fancier barding. Right, so, right, right. 
take a look for those guys if you're looking for something that uh you want to play for that they also have like really nice looking beastmen proxies and orc proxies so keep that in mind and if you want to play um uh cast dwarves fablezell is a is a patreon that does really good fifth edition style cast dwarves so look for him he's really cheap to get into too as well he's only like three bucks for the for the patreon nice so, there you go so if you got a 3d printer that's gonna go but 3d printer is gonna kill you steve is it i don't know i just so, uh, one of the one of the guys on the patreon posted a video and i just like as soon as i see clickbait headlines on videos for youtube i immediately dismiss everything they say as false I don't care how true <laughs> anything they're saying is. I will immediately discount it based upon a clickbait headline. Very good. <laughs> and I, I think I think that should be a that should be just a common rule. Like, um, what's that Bettenridge's law of headlines? You know what that one is? No. It, it's any if any headline ends in a question mark, the answer is no. I see. So they'll say like, "Is three D printing killing you?" No. No. The answer is no. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Yeah, so like it, the rules with like in in local news because for some odd reason people in Chicago are still watching local news because that's you know that's how they get their daily dose of fear in them. It's because they want to hear seven seven three three two oh two, oh, two. Boop, 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 boop. Luna. Luna. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love classic Chicago land commercials, but yeah, they they watch the local news and the local news will be always like, "Is Chicago in for snow this weekend?" No. No. that's like that's the way to answer it because guess what if there was snow coming they would go big snowstorm coming in this weekend find out more that's sure. that's the, the basis behind it so if like they they won't get anybody to turn in and they go chicago's in for a great weekend you know no one's gonna no one's gonna tune into that they're gonna tune in if they say is chicago gonna explode this weekend F tune in to find out yes that sort of thing <laughs> so it, that's what they do on youtube what? now is because they're they're trying to to get the clickbait so people will, will will click on their little thing so they can get the micro money from from youtube their, doctor, their overlord. doctor without precisely knowing what is going on do you think now is the time for us to crack open each other's skulls and feast on the goo inside yes <laughs> <laughs> i for one welcome our new ant overlords yes <laughs> With the besides is welcome ants <laughs> welcome ants <laughs> uh but yeah that's the uh that's it's that's currently what it is i mean i like look i i love 3d printing i i'm, I'm probably not the safest person with the 3d printing i i generally will have um what's it called I, i'll i'll have my my gloves and i you know i i have everything set up and i'm i you know i'm very careful when i'm, I'm touching and cleaning and stuff like that but i just really like it's fine i'm not i'm not inhaling it i'm not drinking it i should be okay i mean why aren't you chugging it chug it chug <laughs> it chug it um yeah that's just the that's the the thing that i'm dealing with right now with that but aside from that though we do have an excellent excellent discord server that everybody should go that every one of our listeners should join so that way they can see our terrible memes yeah and and you could get the best of Joe and Steve utter dismissal of your of your your facts or whatever you're interested in. Because <laughs> you'd be like, isn't this cool? And of course, me and you would be just like, no, <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. Away with you. Uh, good stuff. I, I still think the best is is Andor when people talk about how great Andor is. And just like every time you and I will just go play Andor. Andor. <laughs> The utter dismissal in that comment <laughs> is so beautiful to me. Uh, but, good yeah. Stuff. <laughs> so aside from that, I don't really think we have too much more to talk about. No, bro, it's over. No, you know it's a, it's gonna be a ha it's gonna be a, a a happy Christmas, as yes. they say in the UK. Um, yes, a happy Christmas, Harry. So I know you don't. I know you you normally uh, you you've given up alcohol because of your diet and everything like that. But are you gonna partake of any eggnog? I am going to drink the nog. I have some almond nog, which I'll be devouring. Almond nog? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I actually, I, I won a trivia contest because I knew that eggnog was invented in England. Nice. I, like I said that. no other country in the world could come up with a drink as ugly of a name as eggnog. It's in England. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're except, probably right. Except, 
Except Chicago, because we came up with Malort. <laughs> the Lort. <laughs> Malort. It's the Lort. Yes. And as we all, as I will tell everybody on this podcast, once again, Malort is not a Chicago drink. It was originally in the 1970s. No one drank it. And then it went away and it was produced in Milwaukee outside of Chicago for sure. many years. And then someone got the rights to it in Chicago and was like, we're going to make a, a, a whole viral campaign about it. And now everybody thinks it's a Chicago thing. So no, no, it is not. Fuck you all. You still make people drink it, though. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a thing. You just get <laughs> You just make them drink the the vomit stuff. You I've actually had make them drink the malort. <laughs> I've had I've had some I've had good malort though. I've had like a mixed drink with malort and it was actually pretty. It was decent. I could see that. Yeah, it was like malort, and I think it was um not 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 cantaloupe. That's not the word. Um, uh, what's a, what's a what's a big citrus fruit? Like a grapefruit. It was a grapefruit. Uh, malort kind of like drink mixed, and it was very good. It, it was like the 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 very sour taste of the the grapefruit really covered up a lot of the Lord. <laughs> mm. So if you do, there you go. If you ever come to Chicago, you could go to any Binnie's and buy a little six pack of Malort that you could bring back to whatever country of origin you come from and go. This is what these awful savages in Chicago drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if you're going to do that, at least get some hot dogs and like, you know, uh, some of the fixings to make a Chicago style hot dog for them or jeans and shirts. You can't take that overseas. Oh, uh, that's true. You can't. Yeah, you can. It's like you can get. It's like you pull out of your your handbag. This a full like bag of gin and juice. Like, you gotta eat this. Yeah, it's sixteen hours old, but still, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. You get yourself a little pack of uh, some all beef franks. You know, some some hot dog buns with the the sesame seeds on it. Some neon green relish. A little yellow mustard. Perfect. Perfect. I've seen I've seen um, on on Reddit. I'm I subscribe to the hot dog subreddit. Oh, yeah, because, of course, I do. And they always like every once in a while, someone will be like from a different country will be like my take on a Chicago style hot dog. And I'll be like, no, you can't <laughs> say that. you're not allowed to say that. That's that's our thing. You're not allowed. That's good. Oh, well. But anyway, so um, you can if you do want to get to uh, you, the best way. Let me say that um how do i normally start this off man my brain is not working today you know why because it's 1 30 in the afternoon it's yeah, like, we did this at eight o'clock what we were normally what I, my brain would be on fire fair, it's time for bed yes you can go to the game classy facebook page it's the best way uh to get in contact with to get to the link to our discord which is the best way to get in contact with us um it's usually right underneath whatever the newest post is. You can click on that. takes you right to the Discord. Subscribe that way. If you're not on Discord, do it. It's a great way. It's like the new best form. There's no ads on there. You don't have to worry about all the other crap and shit and recommendations and everything else. It's just pure commenting and everything else. And you can find some decent pornography on Discord. Right, Steve? Uh, this is accurate. This is accurate. Um, you could also listen to the podcast on uh, iTunes. Or you could watch uh, watch it on YouTube. You could like, comment, subscribe on the iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube. It's the best way you can help out the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to see more of my stuff, you could go to my Instagram, Game Class Joe. You could uh, watch Steve on Blue Sky or follow Steve on Blue Sky. If you got if you got an invite to go on the Blue Sky. I think it's open to the public now, actually. And last time I looked, it wasn't, which was earlier this week. Mm. So maybe, maybe not. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, because I was looking on there for some interesting pornography, and uh, it was not allowed on. So that outrageous, kind of outrageous. Where am I going to find my pornography in this day and age? <laughs> just every time, I just got to look for new sources of pornography. Um, and so Steve, until next year, I was at the pornography store. I was buying pornography. I think you did that last week too. Did I? Nice. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> last time. I'll take um, it. <laughs> but speaking of, uh, before we go, actually, I, um, we got we got episode three hundred coming up. That's true. Yeah, I think it's like in two episodes. Man, we'll have to come up with something fancy to do. Yeah. Maybe we'll do the entire podcast pantless. Uh, yeah, that'll be a change. <laughs> Yes, a very large change. Very large change. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Later. Later. Game Classy. <laughs>